Every morning feels so bad Everybody seems to nag me Coming Tuesday I feel better Even my old man looks good Wednesday just don't go Good evening, listeners. This is Triple B Socials, and it is episode three. A little added pressure this week. I believe we are live. No pressure whatsoever. Uh, this week's guest is from locally Sandringham. I've known this chap for about uh, eight years, I think. Uh, we first met on a tour de cure Vic Discovery tour, its first uh, Discovery tour in Victoria in Geelong about eight years ago, I think, if I'm correct. Uh, I'm really not sure how he fits everything in. He runs his own business, raises money for various charities such as Peter Mac, TDC, Variety Bash, and he has a love of the Penguins in St Kilda, and of course, his major campaign, uh, his Ride for Tide campaign. Welcome, Griggy. How are you, mate? Thank you, Bill. Yeah, well, thanks, mate. You're all good. So I got all that right, have I? I'm hoping. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Well, you'll correct me when you can, okay? <laughs> Um, firstly, and once again, you don't have to correct me if I'm wrong at any point, uh, I'm reading this off your LinkedIn profile, mate, and let me tell you what a great pa- uh, picture you, of you there is on that LinkedIn profile, buddy. It's very good. Um, financial advisor? Yes, Bill. Yeah. Commenced your own business in about 1999. That's right. And uh, I guess it says uh, you advise clients to protect their financial position uh, with a superannuation and risk management strategy. Is that correct? That's right, Bill. Why haven't you advised me, mate? Just because I've got no money? <laughs> Is there anything else involved? And, and um, whilst you're at it, if you want to feel free to give it a plug, mate. Give the uh, business a plug if also, you need to. So the business is Smarter Cash Flow Solutions, and, yeah, I just I help clients with their superannuation and life insurance needs. Going well? Uh, going okay. Going We've okay. A, it's... Um, it's an industry that's forever changing. I'm sure it is. You know, yeah. What's come out of the Banking Royal Commission have, has really affected us. And uh, a lot of the changes over the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of advisors leave the industry. So oh, okay. uh, a lot of people these days thought they might have had an advisor, can't find where, they, where they've gone. So the numbers, oh, really? have, numbers have dropped about a third. Um, you know, my last three or four new clients have just been from people that they couldn't couldn't find where their current advisor was. Oh, really? So yeah, okay. Somehow found me and um, Lucky happy you. Days. Hey, happy days, exactly. <laughs> ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah. Um, wondering if you could uh, enlighten the listeners about your uh, Ride for Tide campaign, if you don't mind, mate. That's no, it's pretty okay, hard, Bill. that one, but yeah. Um, yeah, well, as you know, Bill, we, uh, we, met, at, we met on a cancer uh, charity ride so cancer charity has been pretty high on my agenda for quite a number of years. Um, in 20, 2003, our, our son was seven and was diagnosed with Burkitt's lymphoma. So he was only a little tacker and he... Um, so what age, he was, what age he was, was he? Seven. Seven, that's right. Yeah. Mm. So, pretty tough? Yeah, pretty tough. He had, uh, he had six, months, um, six months in and out of the Royal Children's Hospital 
and um, apparently if you're going to get any sort of childhood cancer, that's a pretty good one to get because you've got a 80 to 90% chance of being in remission after the, the first six months treatment. <clears throat> but unfortunately for Lucas, he, um, he fell into remission six weeks, li- six weeks after that and we, we thought we'd rock up to the children's hospital again and, and Karen, these oncologists, would just pull out another piece of treatment paper and say, this is what your next six months is going to look like. Mm. But unfortunately not for him. Um, no. He, mm. um, Very sad. Karen, Karen was scratching her head and she hadn't, hadn't, had, one of, hadn't had a patient f- f- uh, relapse in five years, so she had to come up with a, with a new plan. And uh, after three or four days of consulting her experts around the world, Came up with a with another plan, so another lot of chemo. Um, probably four or five months at the children's hospital again, but he had radiation treatment at at Peter Mac, so that's where the Peter Mac connection sort of came mm-hmm, in. Yep. Um, and you know, so he was he was twelve months in 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 and out of hospital, basically every three weeks out of every four he was in hospital. So it was a pretty tough, tough year for for Margot and I. So okay, tough year for you and Margot. But how did Lucas cope? Um, how was he? Yeah, pretty, pretty tough, mate. Okay. He's seven, you know, eight years of age. Seven years yeah. of age. You know, he's only just started primary school, like a year in. All his mates are going to Auskick, and he's, you know, he's lost a hell of a lot of weight, lost all his hair. Um, but he had a really, he had a really good bunch of bunch of local mates oh good um mates always do help don't they yeah absolutely yeah. bill and uh i think he you know at the end of the day he came out with it pretty resilient um and you know he just just got on with life took him 18 months to probably fully recover from that 12 months of treatment because it was pretty pretty severe um after the after the peter mac radiation he had to he had a stem cell tr- transplant to get his body back to to 100% again so it took a took a took a long long time for him to just rebuild his strength and you know get his muscles right and and a few things and um and then we were back in hospital every six months for checkups so yeah that went on for for five years and then it, it petered out to annually and um one of the effects of of the of the treatment he had uh, they didn't know how how tall he had grow, but they always thought that if you know they'll, they'll monitor him and along the way give him a bit of a boost if he if he wasn't um, wasn't growing growing yeah along the along the scale. But unfortunately, uh, they missed that opportunity, um, so he ended up being a bit of a shorty, <laughs> five foot four. Um, it's, it's, and it was it's about my tough. height now, I and think. It was pretty tough, pretty <laughs> yeah, tough for a yeah. young kid. I, yeah, it would be, Particularly yeah. when basketball and footy are your favourite sports. Favourite sports, <laughs> yeah. So I've he? got a I've got a great photo of him as a you know, when he left school and you know he's the, he's a little shorty and and he, all his mates are you know over six foot. So oh. <laughs> did he ever participate in basketball or football? Absolutely, Billy. Yeah, hundred games at the East Brighton Vampires. Oh, awesome! So awesome. He, he was back into it, you know, when he when he got his strength back. I yeah. think he missed the first year of under under nines, but he played the second year um, and all the way through to under sixteens. He continued to play at school, um, played with Caulfield Grammarians afterwards in under oh, that's 19. Excellent. So he played oh. all the way up until up until the um, the hardest yeah. part of yeah. the, yeah. the yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. No, well, yeah, I understand. When, I understand. Um, 
when he was 19, he, uh, his cancer came back again. Um, he had a, an osteosarcoma on one of his ribs, and um, so that was another lot of another lot of treatment. treatment? Yeah, um, and and some serious surgery. They had to remove oh, really? mo- remove three of his ribs and oh, and, and re- basically rebuild his rib cage, and. Um, but unfortunately, that treatment didn't work, and um, and he passed away when he was was twenty. Twenty. So that's about thirteen years of extra life, I guess you yeah, could say. Right. Yeah, that's right. Correct, Bill. That's and the yeah, way. That's the way we look at it. Yeah, you know, then you guys had it for thirteen extra for, years. For, yeah, exactly. A lot of a lot of fan. You know, when you when you go through that with with kids, a lot of people don't make it. So no, no, no. We, we, were, we were very lucky to have him 100%. for thirteen years. Yeah, mate. Like, it must have been tough on uh, you and the family, mate. Uh, Seriously, I'm not sure how I would cope. Mm. I really, I don't don't have the strength that you've got. I, I, I can guarantee it. So, so you and your beautiful family, you know, it's, it's a testament to you guys. It's fantastic, mate. Thanks, um, I've got here. What? Why have I got this here so early, Griggy? About uh, oh, I guess right. He did say to me, Rifer Tig wasn't the original name. It was the. Uh, Barra Boys, is that correct? That's right. So, where did that come from? So that, yeah, that's a, that's a, it's a bit of a long story, but <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so after Luke, after Lucas, when he was back at school, I thought, you know, we've we've taken a lot from a lot of the lot of the cancer charities. It's time to give back a bit, and so I ran a annual golf day um, for I don't know four or five years, and at the end of the golf day, I was getting more money for people just paying not to come and play golf than to actually play <laughs> golf and and as you know what it's like to to um to get a fundraiser off the ground it's a lot of work and yes exactly and when you're getting more money for doing nothing you may as well find something that you you love to do rather than all the organizing that goes into a yeah. golf game so um 2012 the peter mac uh launched their um I don't know what it was called it, in those it was, days. It was uh, Ride to Conquer Cancer. Ride to Conquer the Cancer. Very That's right, one, the very yeah. first one. And uh, my daughter had to do a school project in year nine. So she wanted to do a, a ride and um, and train up for it and train me for it and all that sort of thing. But unfortunately, she was two weeks too young to, to participate that year. So um, Can I just interrupt you there, mate? Yeah, I, mate. I think... You're pretty lucky. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> that first ride I've heard that. Uh, was a pretty tough, pretty gruesome, tough ride. That first, uh, first uh, Peter Mac uh, ride to conquer cancer. I know I did it, and um, uh, yeah, I, I found it. I got through it. I found it tough. There was a lot of expensive bikes being walked up some of those big hills <laughs> along the way. Um, my unfortunate, uh, it was probably in, in, it was a wet, it was a wet weekend that weekend. The first day was was raining. And I remember coming in. To Kangaroo Ground, and it was a downhill descent. And um, I'm not the best of descenders, and I was going at a fairly lengthy pace, uh, pretty pace for myself. And there's a guy in front, and he was had the speed wobbles, and I'm like, God, mm-hmm. what's going on here? So I put the anchors on, and because it was a T intersection at the end, and I've come off at about 50 clicks. Oh, and ouch. yeah, that was. But I managed to get through the ride. But yeah, it was a pretty tough ride that one. And um, I heard you say that uh, our good friend Lockie competed in that ride. Yeah, so that's where the Borough Boys came from. Oh. Uh, Lock, so Lockie and Gary were to do that ride as a team with a couple of other guys. Um, and Gary didn't make it because I think he broke something or twisted his knee or something like that. 
But anyway, Borough Boys was our night was was the name of the team that year. Oh, okay. And then I was I was on board the following year yeah, when we yeah. went out down to Hastings. Um, and the <laughs> Borough Boys continued for like well, we did that ride till twenty fifteen. Yeah, it was yeah, I think three three years, three, three or four three years. Three or four years. That uh two days and then it went to one day. Yeah, four yeah. days. So yeah. So 2012, 15, yep. And then, um, so that was 2015 was the year Lucas passed away. Uh, so 2016, they had a one day ride. That's right, yeah. And um, I had a massive team. I had 50, 56 riders and walkers, I think, that day. Um, a lot of Lucas's friends and families and things. Um, and after that, Lockie decided, you know, give up the. Give up the borough boys and let's you know let's dedicate these rides to somebody that we that we know and um, Tig was my nickname for Lucas yep. so our ride for Tig sort of jailed a little yep. bit and, that works um, well yeah and it's been it's been going ever since so I've I've used the ride for Tig team in all the Peter Mac events and there's been yep. an event every year since That's other right, than yep. maybe not one in COVID in COVID but, but I. They had the um, the virtual rides, didn't That's they? That's right. During the COVID still got period, the, still yeah. got the virtual rides, yeah. and um, and also now with Tour de Cure, you, you can you can submit as a as a team. As a team, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. so people that want to join join the ride for Tig team do so, and um, just adds a bit of rivalry to the fundraising. Fundraising, total exactly. I've noticed day. that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's, it's going good. well. And, you know, anyone anyone can get on board because everyone's got a tag in their life. They know somebody that's had cancer exactly or, right, mate. or yeah, going absolutely. through treatment. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Um, just getting back to that um, one day, uh, sorry, the first uh, Peter McRide, the, f- the first one. I, I need to speak to Lockie um, how he went on, on that journey because he goes all right for a 74-year-old. He goes very well, <laughs> and as I'm, you I'm, know. I'm tipping... If he was doing it this this year, he'd smash it this year Absolutely. a lot a lot easier than what he would have done all those years ago yep. when he was a lot younger. But anyway, but yeah. So we've got the Peter Mac uh, virtual ride these days, and um, well, it's not actually a virtual, uh, not, not actually a virtual ride. We can, it's we in can your actually, own time. In your own time, that's right. Yeah. So you've got ten, day, 10 days to ride whatever kilometre range you, you, you want to ride. And how much you pick. Want, and and the amount you want to choose to um, yeah. So donate. there's no, yeah. no entry fee. No, that's um, right. And they but, just encourage um, you. But you've got a ride on this. Saturday, I believe we do. We do. I think we've got about twelve. Twelve of us. Twelve. Of us 12? Finally getting did I, together. Did I say yes to that ride? You did right. You did, Billy. <laughs> we are trundling, aren't we? We're not going at, you, at speed, are no, we? We're just going very. You can, very you can bring good. the electric bike, mate. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I intend to. Trust me. Uh, do, you, do you actually know how much uh, your ride for Tiger Team has raised over the years? Yeah, it's something I get asked often by my teammates, and um, <laughs> they want to know how much they're donating. I have, I have been I have been keeping a tally over the years, and uh, very good. And at the moment, we sit at um, just under six hundred thousand. Six hundred thousand. Yeah. In how many years is that? Uh, since two thousand twelve. Yeah, sorry, I should have. Yeah. Listen, that's an enormous amount of money, mate. That's you should be proud of yourself and your team. Thanks. That's excellent. Six hundred grand. Jeez. Thanks, Bill. And if anyone wants to. Um, so how do they do? How do they do that? How do they get on board? Uh, I think if you um, if you look at the unite for what is it this year? Ah, uh, unite. Oh, unite for cancer. Unite to fight. Unite to fight cancer. Yes, Peter Mac. Unite Peter to Mac. Fight. Oh, I think if you yeah, you Google Peter Mac, you'd you'd find you'd yeah. find it all. And just look for the team ride for Tig. Ride for Tig. Exactly. Correct. Awesome, mate. Listen, um, let's just go to an ad break, and we'll be right back. Uh, you're listening to Triple B Socials on Radio Caram. 
Don't worry about a thing. Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright. Don't worry about a thing. Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright. If you got a tummy ache, or you don't feel right. Or if you have a nasty rash keeping you up at night. Don't worry about a thing. Don't worry. Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright. Welcome back to Triple B Socials on Radio Karam. Okay. Let's just get on to another uh, one of your charities, Griggy. Uh, let's talk about the Variety Bash and what's involved and how, how you got involved in it, please. Okay, uh, so one of, our, one of our friends' brothers uh, had, a, had a car in the Variety Bash. So Variety is a global charity that uh, raises money for disabled children and disadvantaged families. So they sort of fill the gaps that government assistance doesn't doesn't provide so um so we have one of our one of our friend's brothers had a has a car and and he he lost his two two buddies that not not lost them but they didn't want to do it anymore so he was was looking for a looking for a couple of sidekicks and um so i he asked me if i was interested and i said yes that was in 2016 and um, and it's just a fabulous charity to be involved in. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Variety Bash is one, just one of the fundraising events Variety do through the year. They have a couple of other car and motoring events. Uh, they've got a um, what is it? The Kids Bash this over Easter, and they've okay. got a four-wheel drive bash later in the oh. middle of the year. And realise there are um, so many other fundraising events they, 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 they raise, Variety. Raise a, raise a bit of money, so. Um, yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's so, a good charity. So, if people want to get involved in any of those uh, uh, charities, how do yeah. how do they do that? Do you know, I just look on the on Variety the, Victoria Victor- website. Website, yep. Um, and there's a whole whole. So how how long has Variety been going for? Do you know? Off the, uh, head? Off the top of my head, um, it started in the in America in 1927. Wow, I had no idea. During the Depression, a baby, a mother left it's her baby on the porch of someone's front door and the entertainment industry um took that baby in and into its care and out out, you know, out of that drove that drove variety, variety. so okay. um orig- it was originally 19, 1927 27 and it now operates in 40 countries 40 countries the around the world correct and I had no idea that. And each of the states in Victoria, eh, states in each of the states <laughs> in Australia have a variety branch. Oh, okay. So, you know, you, there are there are variety bashes in every state. So you're involved in Victoria, the obviously. Victoria yep. branch. So you do uh, your next one is your next one. It's, it's in, in August. August. And it's uh, nine eight or nine days. Eight or nine days. Yeah. And we draw this year. We're driving Melbourne to the Gold Coast. And we know where we're going to stay over night time, but we just don't know how we're going to get there. <laughs> it could be any which way you... Hey? Yeah, exactly. And that, that's given to you on, 
In the morning, the details. In the morning, morning we get the where we where we're stopping for lunch, and at lunchtime we get where. We're, oh, really? How, how we're going to get to? It doesn't even to get the, the whole day; just just, just part of the part day. Of, part of the day. Part of the package. Hey, <laughs> you could be anywhere. Yeah. And um, generally, how long do you drive for in, during the day? Uh, it varies. It sort of depends where where you where you're going to. Oh, on average, say roughly. Probably four to five hundred kilometres a day. Did I hear a story? That a certain person that we know got lost a couple of times. It is that happens, correct? Happens regularly. I know, oh, regularly? I know oh. who you're talking about. <laughs> we won't mention any names, Lucky. Oh, sorry. We, we won't mention any names, but it happens regularly. Does it? And there's a common saying: you don't follow a bash car. But I don't think Lucky's worked that one out yet. <laughs> but um, anyway, anyway, it all, it's all good fun. So, how many years have you been involved in that? And what does your team consist of? I know there's, there's team themes in, in, in this variety, Bash in Victoria. So how long have you been involved in So since 2016. So I've done five bashes. Five. Um, we missed out on one through COVID. COVID, yeah. Through COVID, I think it was. Um, so it's a, because it's a children's charity, we stop at schools along the way, giving out donations to, to the local support groups. Um and we have a th- our theme is uh, where's Wally, so we're we're dressed up as where's Wally's with our red and white stripes, and um, a lot of the cars have children themed yeah. themed I've, cars. I've seen your uh, your outfits on, on social <laughs> media, so um, so you wear them through the whole twenty four seven. Twenty four. Oh, well, not not to bed, but yeah, <laughs> but all day, all day, day, all and, day all, and all night. Um, I'm hoping you get a couple of outfits. Got a few outfits. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> You'd be pretty smelly in that car of yours. What, what is your car, by the way? So we've got a 72 ZD Fairlane, um, the you know, nice V8 and comfy old seats. It's very original, but a, a bash car has to be built to bash specs. So bash specs, yeah. You yeah. have, uh, you know, you have bash plates underneath to stop the rocks from doing any major damage. Bigger tyres. Um, Bull bars, toe, bo- toe balls, lots of spares. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so, do you know how much money this team has raised? <laughs> One of your, your other team uh, during the bash. Yeah, well, it costs you. It's it's a minimum entry uh, donation of seven and a half thousand a year. Is that? Per, per car, car, per car. So, how many in a car again? Did you say? Uh, we have three. Three, and, that, so. and that's what's. Is there a maximum that can be in a car? No, no, no. You can have as many as you like. Well, most you most people have three, three. and um, so some people have some people have four. four. Like there's there's yeah, little okay. buses that go along. Oh, okay. Like six or seven people. Oh, really? So, but that car has to raise seven and a half thousand. So it's yeah. divided amongst the the driver. Yeah. So we looked at we look to raise at least two and a half thousand each. But yeah. we try to do more. More than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the minimum. Yeah. yeah. So six years. So five years. We've raised just over a hundred grand. I, I think wow. it would be. We sort of raised twenty grand a year. 20, 15, 20 yeah, grand that's a year. awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You just don't stop, do you? Eh? <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, it's a good, like it is a good charity. Yeah. Like the, and, it's, and it's a bit of fun too, I guess. It is a bit. It's a lot of fun. Um, and you, you and one of the one of the um, the bash themes is that you you travel on roads less travelled so yeah you know they, they try to put you on the dirt as much as they can um so you are going into some small remote communities um you know like the the bashes i've been on we've been to darwin fraser island townsville across to geraldton and last year we're up in cairns so there's some pretty pretty long long days, long in, days. in the car so can you explain to listeners 
you start from like where are you starting from again this year? Sorry. Uh, so we start from we generally start from Melbourne, Melbourne, oh, okay, you know, or Geelong. I think we've started that before. So we start in Melbourne. We start in Melbourne or Victoria. Okay, so so you drive you to the, we, to the end point. Yep. And, and we, then how does your car get back? Uh, what's well, normally it's normally feeling a bit tired <laughs> after ten days. So we normally just put on a truck. A truck, yeah. F- yeah, we might have a extended holiday. The wife might fly up for a yep. few extra days. And, nice, um, and then just fly back. Fly back, and we're not in a hurry to get it back, so it yeah. can it can take. You know. So, do you have many breakdowns during the course of uh, your bashes? We've been we've been pretty lucky with our car. Um, last year, I think we had one flat tire, oh. a shock absorber, um, and some problems with the petrol or carburetor. I'm not very mechanical minded. <laughs> so, so who does fix the mechanics <laughs> on, on these trips, Quiggy? So we do have a very good support network of, of mobile mechanic workshops that, okay. that follow up sort of, you know, through the through the field. And there can be, like last year, I think there was just over 100 cars last year. So it's quite Really? 100 cars? 100 cars, yeah. So that's, you know, and probably 20 to 5 or 30 support vehicles. Wow. Um, so it's, it's a, a pretty, pretty big... big pretty big um circus coming Ab- to town absolutely. every, every absolutely. night so so just um if there is a breakdown the cost is the car's cost or your your, your team's absolutely. cost yeah? yeah like like with all these charity events yep. we you know we you fund, fund it. You know, yeah. we cover our own costs cost, yep. um so yeah like when you blow an engine up you've got to you know find the money for a new engine so um no last year was pretty we were pretty good we, we try and spend a little bit of money every year because it's a you know it's a 40 what 41 year old car, car yeah, yeah 51 years old 51 year old car 72 um 51 year old car so it's it's getting pretty pretty um fragile yeah mm. so any any danger of updating a new one soon, or well, not a new be, one? But well, it's got to be at least thirty years yeah, old. Yeah, so, so update to say to uh, what are I was yeah, eighty eighty eighty, 80, 80 82, 83. So it's starting to get into the, and it's it's harder to get old cars now because they're they're becoming a bit of a collector's collector's item. item. Yeah, they are. And, they certainly are, and quite expensive yeah. to you know go bashing around Australia in. Um, and the newer and the you know the thirty year old cars now are starting to get into a, a lot of electronics. Oh, okay. Um, and electronics and Alex, electronics and dust don't go don't, don't particularly go, no, well. No, so, they don't. Um, yeah. not sure how, what's going to pan out over the next next few years. <laughs> See what happens, mate. Watch, but there's watch older, this there's space. Older, eh? There's older cars than ours. Like there's oh, really? a there's a um, what is it? It's a one of those really old first Holdens. Um, FX Holden. FX, oh, really? So what's that, 57 oh, 50, or 58 50, something like Holden? That. Yeah, somewhere um, in that track. Struggles getting up the hills, but I <laughs> tell you, they get, they get moving. They, they Fan- move along. Fantastic. Mm. So um, can anyone do this? And uh, Obviously, you need a car to, to, to do this. And you need a car to do it. You need driver's licence. Oh, clearly, no free, yeah. no free passengers on the bash. No, no, um, okay, yeah, because everybody drives. Everybody has a drive. Well, every car has a, has dis- different um, different day, daily setups. We have yeah. one day in the driver's seat, one day in the bistro out the back, so you're looking after food and drinks. And now, one, well, not alcoholic, I'm, I'm assuming. Absolutely, Bill, through the day. And... Um, and a day in the navigator's chair, so oh, you're, okay. you're the one that reads the the route notes, how to where to turn and where to where to go. <laughs> uh, 
And what happens if the navigator gets it wrong? Does he get yeah, abused at all? It's abused <laughs> and it's his first shout when you <laughs> get to the pub. <laughs> That's a fair call, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, you, so you just need a 30-year-plus car. 30-year-old car, yeah. And a license. A license. In the first year, you're only in a, your, your fundraising efforts only $5,000. Oh, really? Your, five, your, your fundraising commitment, so they reduce that to make it a bit more attractive, attractive to people. Attractive to people, yeah. Cool. Um, you just got to have a you know bit of a willingness to have a good time and um, everyone everyone likes a good time and yeah. sounds, and sounds like you do guys you guys do have a good time we have a great time um, and obviously get on if anyone's interested just get on the variety bash um, variety Victoria variety variety Victoria yeah, plenty of information there and, and, and people to talk to and they can set you straight correct all right I'm sure there's some characters in the bash uh, who are some that stand out in your mind and. Also, are there any celebs that attend the bash? Yeah, there are. It's, um, it's because it's a children's charity. There are a lot of a uh, lot of teams that are, are you know, kid based, ch- yeah. you know, children based. So we have um, so we're the Where's Wallies, of course. So you know, we're pretty popular when we when we rock up to the schools because everyone can find Wally. When <laughs> <laughs> When you're standing there, but no, there's Austin Powers. There's there's a car of Elvises. Oh, really? Uh, there's various superheroes. Um, one of the buses is the Sesame Street crew, and they have the you know the full size costumes. Oh, really? So wow. when so they pretty had, pretty warm in those costumes. Well, wouldn't they? they take their hats off when they're in the in, in the, the car. But you know, Big Bird and, oh, and Ernie God. and Bert and that. They're yeah. Yeah, and no, I wouldn't want to be do, doing those. How, how, how are you guys like with your words? while you're pretty warm in. in like, uh, I'm tipping your, your car's not air conditioned, is it? It does have air conditioning. It doesn't? Oh, you're cheating, mate. <laughs> is, that, is that an added extra? It does get it does get warm during the day, though. Up when you you know once you once you're north of in the northern part of yeah. Australia, so yeah. um, it does get pretty warm. But yeah, no, you cope. We've got shorts and yeah. cotton tops, so yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not too bad not for too you guys. Bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do have a couple of celebrities that come along on the bash. Uh, David Cloak's a bit of a standout. Yeah, he's, he's, he's <laughs> I've heard Cloak in 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 a, in a room, and he's pretty loud. Yes, very loud. He's got a very deep voice, and you know when you know he's in the room. Whose car's he in? Uh, he's actually in the sheep car. So the sheep he's, car. He's in. He's in with Lockie. <laughs> <laughs> What's a sheep car? Why is it? Why is it called a sheep? They don't tell me they're, they're in woolly woolly sheep outfits, are they? They do wear woolly sheep outfits. Are you serious? And yeah, they do wear woolly, sh- and they wear them most most days. So um, they they get pretty hot, and they've got a couple of sheep that graze on the roof of the car. So <laughs> you know, if you've seen if you've seen Lockie's car, you're, you're no, I've never seen Lockie's car. Oh, yeah. I must have. I've seen. Her. So many other pictures of Lockies and, <laughs> and memorabilia at Lockies place. I haven't oh, yeah. seen his car yet. Yeah, anyway, so we've got a bright, you know, bright orange. I think it's a LTD or a fair one. Okay, a bit newer than ours. Um, who else? Who else is of celebrity note? Uh, Mike Brady usually comes along. He's been along a couple of times. So okay, you know, yeah. he'll he'll get the crowd up with up there. Gazali, Gazali, yeah. Night. Um, and Wilbur Wilde's been been along too with his okay. saxophone. So. Uh, are they guest uh, passengers, or they have their own vehicle, or how, yeah, does they, that, how do they work? Uh, just guests, you know, guess. know, know somebody that's got a car, car. and um, just you know, went a couple of weeks away from what they usually do. <laughs> what they I usually suppose. get away, so. bit, a bit of R and R. Yeah. Um, let's just move on. Like you fundraise for so many events on 
I find fundraising extremely hard year in, year out. So what's your secret, mate, considering you raise money for so many different charities? No real secrets, no. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want some help, that's no, all. <laughs> no, like I, it, is, it is difficult, like, and it's getting harder. Um, it does get harder, the doesn't longer, it? The longer you do it, you, you know, you, you're back talking to the same people all the time. You've got to find new ways, don't you? Well, I just have – I have three different – Different, quite different groups of people that I I approach to to donate, and most people are happy to to donate while I'm doing the, you know, on the bike, doing the hard yards every day on the bike. They you know they'll just say if you're riding there for cancer research, mate, we'll keep tipping money into you. So, um, that's probably my easiest the easiest way to to fundraise. Um, but you can't be asking people for three different fundraising no, no. events through the year as you know so no, you can't no. um, it's, it's difficult it's very difficult but you know you're always surprised with how much people are prepared to to donate um and they get you know, they get a tax deduction for it and yeah you, you know we're paying our own way and all the money that you're raising is going to a worthwhile cause so um if you've got a good story to tell it's 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 not that difficult um not that difficult for me, but yeah, it can be difficult for some people, I'm sure. I was chatting to you one stage, and correct me if I'm wrong again, you have in your back pocket when you're riding a hundred names of people that have passed away from cancer, is that correct? No, or, or had cancer. Had, or had, had cancer, had, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. A hundred people. Hundred, over a hundred That you people. know. I oh, know personally. And you, and you carry that when you're riding in your back pocket on yep. tours. Yep. Man, that's... I <laughs> just up keep updating it every year. That's, that's unbelievable. Hundred, yeah. yeah that's like, like, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, we're all touched by cancer in some some form or another. So, yeah. Hopefully, one day, tipping is not going to be my lifetime that a cure is found. Um, well, they're making you know yeah, big progress. We're really like we're really lucky. We're in a really lucky position when we do these rides because we do get to talk to the researchers and and the people on the front line doing that doing the hard yards day in day out and their jobs certainly got easier over the even the you know the last 10 years the advancements they've made have, have been incredible and yeah. I, I can remember going to peter mack what have been what have been the, well, a couple of years ago and we would have been before covid and there was a young guy there and and he, he told me that he had to go back to uni. He'd only been out of uni about 15 or 15 years but he had to go back to uni because what he'd learnt in that 15-year period, had been spun on its head, yeah. and the whole, you know what they learnt didn't you know was all, all changed. Doesn't resonate. So yeah. um, so back to school and and learn learn the new ways. But the things they used to you know it used to take them two to three weeks to get one piece of information. They're able to get thousands of pieces of information yeah. overnight these days with the, with the technology. So. Um, the advancements are just incredible. I'm not sure if you heard uh, during SIG tour this year, uh, last week, that there's a uh, hundred scientific breakthroughs that came through. Now, hundred that's hundred uh, scientific breakthrough. I was last only week. I was only looking at my last year's fundraising page when that number was only seventy five. So, so it's twenty five so, in, so in a year. They've, they've, they've Less funded twenty five major breakthroughs that's unbelievable in, isn't it in 12 well, 12 to 24 months so that's incredible that's, that is incredible and and also 
Tilda Cure has now re- raised a hundred million dollars in, I think, fifteen years. Seventeen, fifteen, seven years. Like, yeah, some. Yeah, I think that was two thousand seven. I think is that correct? When something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. but still, a hundred million dollars in that short period of time is it's unbelievable. Incredible. And we've discussed this uh, a couple of weeks ago with uh, Neil and, and Megzi. Like, the majority of the money, eighty to ninety percent of the money, does go to. Uh, to cancer to, 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 a, to a fund yeah, yeah so, yeah. so they, they, they work on a bare minimum so yeah, yeah, yeah. so out of that 100 million I, I guarantee you 90 plus would have gone to to a charity somewhere probably, on the line you're probably right yeah, Bill yeah, yeah. so that's, that's that's just unbelievable yeah mm. alright we're just going to go to another uh, ad break once again and we'll be right back come, come on Freddy's kitchen in Station Street for a coffee and something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's. Caram Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. Okay, we're back on Radio Caram on Triple B Socials. All right, mate. Um, one of your other passions I see is uh, the the penguins down at St Kilda Beach. Can you please explain to me and the listeners how did you find them and and what what are your plans <laughs> with these penguins down at St Kilda Beach, mate? Uh, yeah, it was an interesting one, Bill. Uh, my wife was reading the local paper one day, and um, there was an advert for Earthcare St Kilda, which is a, um, a community organisation based in St Kilda looking for for new penguin for more penguin guides because uh, the penguins have been coming into the St Kilda breakwater since the uh, 1956 Olympics and most people wouldn't even know most Melburnians wouldn't even know they were there I'll put my hand up (laughs) and there's a lot of people in St Kilda that wouldn't even know they were there I just to interrupt you mate I only heard about these penguins from you mate and that's just (laughs) A year or two ago, and I had no idea. Yeah, so there's uh, 1,400, well, approximately 1,400 penguins down at the, the breakwater. 1,400? 1,400. Yeah. Why go to Phillip Island? That's right. It's, uh, <laughs> and it's free too. So. <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately at the moment, it's, it's shut down because the, oh, really? there's a, they're redeveloping the pier and and re, reorganising the the viewing platform to, to see the penguins because, oh, okay. at, because you used to be able to just walk on walk along the breakwater and, and they'd walk along there with you. So um, you got really, really close up and personal with them. And um, and our job was, you know, to just educate the, the, the public on what their, what their day, their month and their year sort of looks like and any questions that they might have, try and, try and help them out and... Um, yeah, no, it's it's really interesting, and it's not a huge commitment. Like it started off just in the the uh, the summertime months when yep. we're in daylight savings, um, and then it became very it became real. So I started in what 2015, 2016, I think it was. You've been doing it for that long? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, but it was only in the summer months. Yeah, so it yeah. Wasn't wasn't um, still wasn't so. And your commitment was only one one night a fortnight. One night a fortnight. Okay, one night a fortnight. So, so for the rest of the days, someone else was doing it. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah. So they've got a. So you got a team. There's about obviously. 180 people on the on, on the, board on the register. Oh really? And you're in teams of about eight people. Okay. 
So eight, eight at one night, for argument's sake. Eight for a night. So how long would the, would the tour run for? Um, so you're normally there for two to three hours. So from from Time? dusk. Okay, dusk, yep. Dusk for two to three two to three hours after sunset. So how do people find out when and where? It's always at the same place and it's always at the same time. <laughs> okay. And because they're wild animals, Bill, you don't know how many you're going to see. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. Um, On average? Uh, look, it varies through the year because in January, which is you know St Kilda's most busiest time with holidays, um, the penguins are molting, so they're not actually going out into the water, and so they're not coming home. They're, they're sitting on their nest, replacing their feathers, and um, so you might have. Like, so on, on probably the worst night I've seen, you might have had six or seven penguins come in for the night, <laughs> but the most. Probably seventy. Okay, which cool. is quite a quite a good number. Good number, yeah. Um, but after a couple of years, it became one of the most popular free events to do in Melbourne, and, and it just got out of control. Like I, I, I was a guide on a Monday night, which was a good night to be. Friday and Saturday nights, people are there till you know midnight, sort of thing. Oh, really? Um, and busy. Like it's you had hundreds of people there. Or, Seriously, know, yeah, hundreds of people. And I had no idea it was about the, this. It was the on TripAdvisor. It was the number one free thing to do in Melbourne wow. a, few, a few years back. So they broadened the broadened the time slot from from summertime to winter guiding as well. So we we had had spots okay. available all um all year round. Um, and my my team leader, he he after a couple of years, he left and went and moved down to down to Phillip Island. So they were looking for team leader. So I stuck my hand up and you're and a team leader a as team well. Leader Jeez. And, you just can't um, get enough, can you? No, eh? Well, look, a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the guides are, are uni students or okay. You know, I've got a couple of travellers. You know, they're in Australia for a couple of years and they live locally and you know put their hand up to to, to do something for the community. Oh, so, nice. Um, yeah, it's good. It's a Good way so to spend. Be a buzz, yeah. Good way to spend the night, and you know, you're helping people understand, understand more about so, yeah. our little bay treasures <laughs> because yeah, they they are a very special part of of Melbourne. They certainly are. Like um, I said, I, I guarantee a lot of people wouldn't know anything about this. Yeah, well, they are the only penguin colony, listen, you know, little penguin colony that's bay based. Oh, okay. All the other, all other, what are they? Fairy penguins, fairy, little, yeah. little penguins, all other little penguin colonies around the around the world are ocean based. Ocean based. Oh, okay. So um, these little guys don't have as far. So we're to, unique. We are very unique, and I think I think I heard someone say um, they're actually they are they are quite different to the to the to the ocean to ones. the ocean ones. Oh, really? Because they've yeah over the time they've. Um, well, they live longer for one because they don't have to travel as far for food. They don't have to fight the the strong currents. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that their natural predators aren't aren't in the bay. You know, the, you know, the sharks and the and the seals. So, um, to you know, to any great extent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. No, it's, oh, it's interesting. Something very interesting. So, I ha- it, oh, it just blows me away. I know. So you, you do all this. You you do your. You Peter Mac, you Tilda Cure, your variety bash, penguins, ride for Tig. How do you make a dollar, mate? Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> you do a hell of a lot of work. Well, good on you, mate. Oh, look, it's, just, it's, it's really it's a buzz. It's, squeeze, it's a buzz for you, though, isn't it? Really, absolutely, yeah. Bill. And 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 you have time with your family as well, which Correct. is which is awesome. Yep. Now a little bit about yourself. So 
You grew up in which area? Uh, born and bred in Dandenong. Born and bred in Dandenong. School? Uh, Dandy High. Dandy High. Uni? <laughs> uh, night school, Monash Uni. Monash Uni. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So, as a youngster, what major sport did you play? Uh, so, I did a couple of things. I I was I was a, I really enjoyed little athletics. Okay. Um, played footy. Footy. Who for? Uh, Dandy West. Dandy West. Yep. Uh, had a season out at officer when I was. Oh, okay. Yep. When I was working, um, our junior team didn't have a have a team. I, th- I actually played played for Dandenong under seventeens too for a year. Okay. Won the premiership there, the fourth, fourth nice fourth premiership in a row. So that was very that was good. Very nice. Very good. Um. So, your cycling, did you cycle before your Peter Mac and TDC rides? Was that an interest to you or not? It was certainly an interest, um, but a big ride in those days, Bill, was from <laughs> East Brighton to, to Black Rock. <laughs> yep. <laughs> for a coffee and for, back, a coffee. for a coffee on a Sunday morning with my wife and back again. So. Okay. So, so but, but growing up, like you. Always on the bike. Yeah. yeah okay. That's how, okay, we, that's okay. how we got around yeah, as kids. Oh, as kids, yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to test you a little bit here. Yes, mate. Where did you meet your lovely wife, Margot? Uh, we actually met in the in the bank we both worked for at the same time. Okay. She was in a different department, of course. But, of course she was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, test you even more. Uh, how long have you been married for? Margot, if you're listening, I hope you get this right. It'll be 35 years this year. You struggled there. No, I didn't. <laughs> you sure I can, remember my thir- I can remember our 30th anniversary. Was it five years ago or four years ago? Four years ago. <laughs> four years. <laughs> so you're coming up to your 35th. Okay. Very good. That, that'll do, mate. That'll do. <laughs> awesome. Um, what is one thing people may be surprised to find out about you, mate? Yeah, so it goes back to my little athletic days. <laughs> um, and I actually found the cards the other day too, Bill. When cards? You, when you sent me, yeah. I held two Dandenong Athletic Centre records for the 200 metres and 70 metres in 1970. Mate, you were a sprinter back in the day. nines. You wouldn't think it now, <laughs> would you? <laughs> no, you've got a good-looking rig on you, haven't you? Or LinkedIn photo shows the good-looking <laughs> good rig. <laughs> so you're a sprinter back in your youth. Back in, the, back in the youth, yeah. Hence why you're so fast on a bike, mate, eh? <laughs> Don't like the hills, though. I'm not sure admit. about that. Yeah, uh, you're doing all right, mate. You're doing all right. Um, do you have a favourite quote or saying? I've put in there, hello, mate, because that's how I generally greet Hel- my friends. A hello, hello. Not, not a good day. Hello, hello mate. Hello. Oh, <laughs> not a good day. Not a good day. Oh, uh, I do very, use good day a bit. Very I unique. Hello, good, mate. Hello, mate. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, what makes you happy, Griggy? Well, of course, riding my bike makes me happy, Bill. Yeah. It gets, gets the endorphins going and mm-hmm. generally you're out in the fresh air and Doing a bit of exercise, so that's good. And the coffee after. Coffee afterwards. Um, walking the dog, I enjoy. I arch, notice you walk arch, dog a fair. You, you, you walk that dog every day, don't you? Absolutely. Once or twice a day. Uh, twice usually. Twice usually. If I'm not riding. Do, do you put both on Strava? I can't remember. No, not 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 normally the afternoon one. <laughs> is, is the afternoon a shorter one? Is it? Much shorter. <laughs> Very good. Uh, arch. Yeah. Uh, watching the pies. I'm a. We'll end Good this conversation point. right now because <laughs> you're doing quite well. I know. Premiership favourites at the moment, I hear. Very, very nicely, Billy. First yeah, couple of games. First couple of games. Those Dacos boys looking, looking the goods. Looking very nice, aren't they? Are they? Well, I'm not going to say yes, but yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. No, they're, no they're, they're going very well, the Pies, at the moment. They're running very nicely. Looking, well, forward, to, looking forward to Friday night. Who you got Friday night? Tigers. 
Well, that should be a good game. Yeah. I, mean, I think you, you should be okay. I think we should be I okay. I think you should be okay. Yep. Anything else? Um, I just spending time with the with the family and friends. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> so you got me in here, Billy. <laughs> uh, so our daughter, she's in. She works. Yeah. She works in uh, Kakadu National Park. Oh. So we don't get to see her very often. No. But, so. How long has she been there for? Uh, two years. This two is years. A, this is her second year. Second year. Second stint. Yeah. Yeah. And how much longer is she going to be up there for? Do you know? Uh, three or four years three probably. Three or four years. Okay, nice. Yeah, she works at the Caulfield Grammar Year 9 campus at Kakadu. Okay. So oh, nice. Yeah, very good. They run an out, out, outdoor program up there for them. Okay, cool. Um, what's the first job you ever had? It could be selling newspapers, anything except pocket money from your parents doing chores around the house. So anything. What was your first job you ever earned a quid? Okay, so Dad was the supervisor at the Grenders Bus Depot. Which was next where we next door to where we lived, mm-hmm. and um, I think when I, I think I was fifteen, I had a job pumping diesel into buses five days a week after school. What were you earning? A dollar an hour. Did you invest that wisely? <laughs> Did you learn back then? Because let me tell you, a dollar an hour, not much to invest, is it? No, not much. <laughs> after buying cigarettes, oh, no, I didn't say nah. that, did I? No, <laughs> no, no, not a smoker. Much. No, good man. Um, Alcohol then. Oh, sorry, had fifteen. No, I didn't say that. Um, where was the Grinders bus in Dandy? Used to be near the, um, just up the road from the from the station. Okay. Yep. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, first car you ever owned with, with that one dollar an hour you <laughs> would have earned um, was that a dark brown Ford Cortina. For, they were popular back in the day, weren't they? they? Were pretty they, popular. So you, you we had two, actually had two. You had two. The first two cars were Cortina. Ford, Ford Cortina. The first one was a station wagon, and the second one was a sedan. Sedan, and mm. and one was the first one was brown. Brown. The second. Uh, browner. <laughs> From my memory, I used to see a lot of greeny blue ones in back in the yeah, day. Is that right? yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to be pretty popular. Yeah. Did you have a name for either of them? No. No, good man, mate. I don't, I don't do names with cars <laughs> or bikes. Do you, do you name your bikes? Uh, not really. Uh, I do. No, not, <laughs> not like some of my friends. Yeah, no, some, some do put a name on it, don't <laughs> yeah, they? they? No, do. I can't do that. <laughs> um, which superhero would you like to be and what power would you have? Uh, I've always been a Superman tragic um, <laughs> and being able to fly, I reckon that would be just fantastic to be able to do that. Yeah, Superman comes up quite a bit, doesn't he? Um, Favourite band or artist? I know you... Name a couple, see, or two or three. Yeah, you don't have to name your favourite one, but name. Give me at least two or three if you can, and see if you're in in in, in my vintage or my in my wheelbase. <laughs> well, what have I got there, Bill? I had to check. I had to go to the Spotify uh, most played played list and um, buy me a pony by Spiderbait came up as a as a bit of a. So Spiderbait a... was your um, number one band. What other, what other bands did you like? Oh, I like Midnight Oil. I've got a few of their vinyls at home. Um, Cold Chisel. Okay, uh, very good. Um, so, spider bait, buy me a pony, okay? Yeah. All right, let's see if we can find it on the list and we'll play <laughs> buy me a pony from spider bait. My name is Océane, I come from Martinia and you are listening to Radio Carom. 
Griggy, I must admit, I wouldn't have picked you for a spider bait fan. Yeah, they got some good songs. Yeah, they certainly <laughs> do, don't they? All right, we'll move along. Do you have a bucket list destination and what has been your favourite holiday destination to date? And is there one place you would like to retire if money wasn't an issue? Uh, good question, Bill. Um, They're all good questions, Griggy. I don't yeah. have a bucket list destination, but okay. I, do, I do like to travel. Yeah, um, I noticed that, yes. Yeah, uh, we had a Ripper family holiday to Europe a few years ago, and Tuscany was just beautiful. We Lovely. had a week on an old, on a vineyard, and... Nice, um, nice. You know, everything was pretty close to be able to get out to the to the coast and the weather was superb 35 degrees every Beautiful. day and um, it was just lovely so I'd, I'd go back there tomorrow okay, to be nice. honest mate. yeah fantastic fantastic nice place to stay mate but okay. retirement I think it'll probably depend where where our daughter lands okay. I think yeah um, but yeah no 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 Nothing. No destination. No, no destination. Where, where, where the daughter is, where the family family, family will be. Yeah. Exactly right, mate. Yeah, family's a big part. Yeah. Um, is there a series or movie that you can recommend? Um, I've always liked Liam Neeson in the Taken trilogy. Okay. Taken 1, 2 and 3. If I ever see that on telly, I'll always, always, go always to it. watch it. And yeah. Margot will say, what are you watching that again for? <laughs> <laughs> I think you watched that last week. So. <laughs> what, do you, what do you reckon you're up to? Oh, I'd hate to think how many no. times I've watched no, okay. it. <laughs> but he does come out with some great some, lines. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great yeah, one. Good awesome. One. Yeah. Uh, um, what if anything you are currently watching? Uh, I've just finished watching the Mr. In Between series on TV. How good was that? That's a great show, that's, isn't it? How that's good the is best he? Aussie show that I've seen. Like, I, I love Mr. In Between. He's a ripper. I, I'm like you with, uh, with Taken. I've, I think I've seen it twice uh, in full, but I, I just, it's just, just fan. 30 minutes of easy watching. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Each episode is brilliant. No, it's brilliant, that one. Yeah. Um, did, did you ever see the uh, prequel to it, the, the docker that he made? No. Don't bother. Okay. <laughs> Let me say, uh, if had I watched the uh, doco before the series, I don't think I would have watched the, the series, to be okay. quite honest, mm. But unless somebody's told me. But I haven't heard anyone have a bad word about Mr. In Between. It's just no. a brilliant program. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, and he kills bad people. <laughs> we didn't say that. <laughs> uh, um, what if anything scares you, Griggy? Uh, well, being a bike rider, Billy, being out on, on the roads can be a bit scary sometimes. Yeah. Um, particularly cars when they just get that little bit too close. Too close, yeah. I'm not, not, a, not a big fan of I'm that. I'm not a fan, no. And, and I've got to say, uh, beach road these days, it gets, get, gets, gets a bit, bit hairy sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. not just beach road anywhere, to be quite honest. Mm. Uh, people that don't have much patience, you know, five seconds of their life, they just don't, you know, just yeah. want to rush you. And just, it's, yeah. a bit, it's a bit sad. It is a bit sad. Yeah. Now, mate. Tell us about your yachting prowess. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't on the list, but I just throw, 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 throw this one in. Throw a curveball in. Absolutely. Yeah, one of the one of the guys that I'm in the bash car with. He um, a couple of years ago decided he wanted to to learn how to sail, so he bought a 44 foot yacht. And um, of course, it's that big. He can't do it by himself, <laughs> so he's. He's uh he's hooked a couple of us in to, to learn how to sail it with him and um 
the odd weekend we we go sailing and it's fantastic. And you've been doing a fair bit of it of late. It's been it's sort of overtaking your bike riding over the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only long weekends. Long weekends. If, they, if there's a if there's a trip or, yeah. if there's a trip going, but we we basically bay sailors and yeah. Um, not when it's too windy, and we're still learning the ropes, and yeah. there's a hell of a lot to learn. And learn. So how long have you been sailing for? Uh, a couple of years now. A couple of years now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. And um, finally, what is the one thing in the world that you would like to see happen which would make you happy before you leave this planet, mate? I'd just love to turn the news on one night, Bill, and there was nothing bad to report. I thought um, you'd say Collingwood Premiership. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I get what you mean, mate. Yeah, no, no, I just think it's like, yeah, you know, you, you saw that story this morning on in America again. Yep, again. And the school shootings and you just, just think, you know, what's going on with yeah, the place? Why? Why? Yeah. You know, that is unbelievable. Like, the they, war, these in, war in Ukraine and... Uh, and then the weather, like it's just, it's just, it's just, it's a, just unreal, a whole lot of stuff that's... It's upside down, unfortunately. Absolutely. Griggy, yeah, thank you for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Um, you've been a blast. Uh, you're an interesting character, man, I've got to say. Unfortunately, I'll see you on Saturday morning, I'm tipping. <laughs> Correct? Bright and early? Bright and early, Billy. What time was it? 7.30, mate. Oh, it's late start. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I want, oh. you to, want you to have your beauty sleep. I need plenty of that, trust me. All right, folks, don't forget, make sure you like Radio Caram on Facebook or Insta and keep an eye out for your favourite shows and uh, when they're broadcasting. Check out our website, radiocaram.org, for more information about the shows on the station. This is Triple B Social saying thank you once again for listening and hope you enjoyed this week's show with Griggy. Uh, real people, real stories. Hope to speak to you soon and hope you're having the time of your life, guys. Thanks, Billy. Thank you, mate. It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you had the time of your life It's something unpredictable But in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life